listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's uh, eight or nine game slate, depending on what site you're playing on. Uh, due to COVID, apparently, we saw Denver Cleveland get added uh, to Friday's slate. Denver Cleveland is on the FanDuel slate, not on the DraftKings slate yet. I did just tweet at DK Assist to see if they'll add it to the slate. They have added things before. Uh, like that time, Victor Oladipo wasn't on the roster, and they put him in as a late add to the player pool. Maybe they'll give us the game. Uh, but, James, if not, it's going to be kind of an interesting slate on Vandal. Jokic, of course, against Cleveland. Jared Allen defense is a fantastic matchup that you'll have to worry about there on Vandal. Uh, DraftKings, not so much. You kind of kind of bite the bullet there and uh, get to avoid it. I mean, it sucks not being able to play Nikola Jokic ever. So hopefully they add it. Hopefully you are the decider. They're like, John and Pemba just tweeted us again. We need to add Denver Cleveland to our player pool. And I'm hoping that's what happens. Um, and I, I think you do have some, some pretty good pull. So... Uh, yeah, like I, I mean, I, I appreciate you saying that. I'm just hopeful uh, that they see me uh, <laughs> because the last time I tweeted at them wondering why we don't have uh, missions for esports, I got no reply. You, of course, constantly asking them for boxing DFS <laughs> to no, uh, no reply there as well. So uh, they, they're either sick of us or we haven't hit the big time yet. But uh, we'll see what we can do. Maybe if we... Uh, Make a group effort. If everybody here listening wants to go ahead and tweet at DK Assists, should they not add this Denver Cleveland game to the schedule? Uh, you know, maybe they'll uh, they'll do it for the fans. But uh, for the fans. games, other games that we do have on schedule: Golden State, Orlando, Chicago, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Boston. Running it back after Atlanta won the other night. Detroit, Memphis, OKC, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee on back to back here. Playing on Thursday, Phoenix, New Orleans, uh, Toronto, Minnesota, Toronto also on a back-to-back playing Thursday, and Utah versus the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both questionable to play. So uh, Utah Clippers, uh, Jazz Clippers is our late night hammer for this one. Uh, I'm not really anticipating that to be a high-scoring affair. So nope. not not the typical late night hammer that we're, we're used to, where it's like two thirty and you can't fade. Uh, I'm not going to say you can fade this matchup, but, uh, you know, it's not definitely not going to be uh, as high-scoring as some of the others there. Uh, James, any of these uh, jump out to you any of them more notable than the others? Um, Toronto-Minnesota should be fun. Uh, Toronto on a back-to-back, so that's a little scary, but that should be fun. Um, Golden Does the State Thunder or- have it in them to beat Milwaukee again? I mean, maybe. The Thunder have been a pretty scrappy team, and uh, even with people in and out of their lineup constantly, they've been pretty damn good. And uh, I think we're going to really like the Philly side of this Chicago-Philly matchup. We just saw Atlanta-Boston. I mean, they could be, they being Boston, could be without Jalen Brown. So, you know, lots of potential uh, options there in Boston. So, I mean, there's some 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 good spots this isn't like my favorite slate just looking at things 
you know, the Phoenix New Orleans game is intriguing more from the Phoenix side. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely some intriguing spots that I'm ready to get into. All right, well, why don't we go ahead and do that? Let's jump it off at the point guard position here, uh, James. And of course, I just exit out of my tab real quick. So now, uh, do you have FanDuel or DraftKings for me? I do. We have um, three players at point guard listed above $9,000. Starting us off at 10K is Stephen Curry in Orlando, followed by Ben Simmons, currently listed as probable at 96 and Trey Young against the Boston Celtics at 92. Um, Trey Young's price dropped because he was a little bit more expensive. Going it in. did, and coming off of 40 in this same matchup. Right. And if there's no Jalen Brown, I mean, it's, you know, there's not even potential for that to be a, right. a matchup that Trey Young sees. Um, Kimba so Walker is not going to stop Trey Young. Kimba Walker is not going to stop us. So, um, yeah, I don't think he would stop Trey Young. I mean, I still think Curry. You know how I feel about Curry right now, and it just continues to just pay off pretty yeah. pretty six, regularly. Six fantasy points against Miami the other night, so I mean, yep. So I'm I think Curry, um, Trey Young, Simmons in that order. Simmons would probably only be in play for me if for whatever reason Embiid was. I was gonna say we would need Embiid to be out there. I mean, yep. that was a monster game that like. Maybe the best game of his career, right? Yep. Like forty-two nine and twelve. I can't imagine. No, nope, best game of his career. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine he's ever topped that. So, um, you know, by far his best spot there for sure. Um, mid-tier, uh, we got Chris Paul versus New Orleans, a matchup we did recently see. Um, he didn't do well in that one. I think it had to have been a blowout. I would imagine twenty-five minutes, uh, eighteen fantasy points there. But he had been. He's on a little bit of a roll. Uh, you know, since missing that game since Cleveland, 50, 44, 36, and 47 fantasy points for Chris Paul. Uh, Jamal Murray is somebody that you were all over the other day. Uh, continue to produce. Again, now this is a fan to only play. He's not currently on the DraftKings slate. Uh, but, I mean, 59 fantasy points against the Wizards. Uh, 39 minutes there. I mean, 7500 You got a $1,000 price bump uh, on FanDuel because he was – uh, you know, cheaper than Dylan Wright the other day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, absolute smash, smash spot for him there. Uh, who else are you liking in this mid-tier? Um, I mean, speaking of Dylan Wright, he wasn't great, but he still gave us 30 fantasy points um, for the sixth time in seven seven games, 6,600. I would go Dylan Wright. Um, I would also go John Morant. I think both point guards in that matchup are in good spot. John Morant coming off a triple-double, John. Yeah. And um now has scored 20 actual or more in two of his last four games which we kind of had been asking from Ja since returning from injury so we're starting to get peak Ja. yeah and i love the assists four ten or right. more and four of the last five so like you know the double doubles are pretty much there which is, is obviously i think making him a better play on DraftKings. yep because uh, you get the bonus for that but it's also good to see him chip in with 11 boards there as well um i think if uh, Jalen Brown sits. I think Kemba's in play at 6,200. He's probably in play if Jalen plays or doesn't because it's a good matchup going yeah. up against Trey Young. But he's getting like slightly better, not great, but like slightly, slightly better. So uh, coming off rest, good match against Trey, like you mentioned. If no Jalen, the usage will be there for him. So uh, I think that's a good call. 6,200 dollars for him. Um, 
Again, I like Darius Garland on the flip side of that Denver matchup. You know, if you're if he's just playing a lot of minutes, uh, you know, Jamal Murray not not a great defender uh, in his own right there. Uh, and then we we know you know, and again, another guy that we we liked was Ricky Rubio the other day. Uh, no DeAndre Russell. He played 35 minutes against the Pacers. I know that was an overtime game, but the minutes are there: 33, 29, 28, 29, 29 for him. Uh, still only $5,300, not any real price bump here. Gets Toronto, Sands, Kyle Lowry, possibly. Yeah, I mean, he went nuts. And the potential is always there if he could just score the gosh dang basketball. And he did that for us, and we saw the production follow. So uh, I like Rubio. And I also don't like a lot of people underneath Rubio uh, in terms of options. I will say, John... I don't, I don't know if you saw what the Bulls did the second leg of their – or the, to start the second half. I did. I you, they you started <laughs> Tomas Sanaransky. And I know he didn't do a lot, but he's $4,100. And we know Sanaransky can stuff the box score. There's a lack of value, I like a clear lack of value, I think, at point guard on this slate. So uh, I would consider using Sanaransky at 4100 Not like – what All in on Sadaransky, but what do you think about the guy that's a hundred bucks ahead of him and uh, Campazzo? We all kind of wrote him off for dead with Morris and, and Harris back, and he plays twenty five minutes and gives you twenty one fantasy points. Uh, so Will Barton is listed as questionable, so I think the Will Barton news could impact him. I know Dozier's already been ruled out. I know um, Harris has already been ruled out, but I think Barton returning could maybe impact him because uh, Composo started alongside J- Jamal Murray in uh, the game that two games ago. Right. And then Monty Harris Morris star- returns. Harris started against the Wizards. Yeah, Monty Morris returns, Harris returns, and he did play 25 minutes short. Maybe we do see 25 minutes out of him because it's – I guess there's no necessarily any difference, like – Instead of Harris, we're just going to get Will Barton. So maybe we do get Compazzo play 25 minutes again, and he's yeah. I, play I think if Barton, if Barton is ruled out. I think I think that is, I think that's very possible. Low yeah. potential probably here too, right? And and you know Compazzo is going to get blowout runs. So possible. Uh, the more the more we talk about it, the more I like it. <laughs> talk about it like it, awesome. Um, where are you thinking on uh, Michael Carter Williams against Golden State? He just didn't have a good shooting game. He was too afraid from the floor. It was a really bad matchup against the Knicks. We knew that kind of going into it. You know, slow pace. They played de- you know pretty decent defense. Terrence Ross had a career game pretty much. Um, you know, does Carter Williams sitting at forty five hundred playing thirty minutes against Golden State appeal to you at all? Yeah, the minutes have been nice, and even with Fournier back. Uh, with Fournier back, he played 30. So that's appealing. And, and, you know, everyone has bad shooting nights. So I could, I can get behind, um, I can get behind that play. At shooting guard, Zach Levine's at $9,500. Um, SGA is at 83. Uh, he came back after lengthy absence, 32 minutes, 22 actual with three boards and, and six assists. Uh, we have Donovan Mitchell with Mike Conley continuing to be questionable in a matchup that we just saw him in. 53 fantasy points, still $8,200 there. Um, you know, Fred Van Vliet on the back-to-back against Minnesota, 8K. Devin Booker 
$7,700, not a terrible spot price-wise for him either. Um, you know, are you paying up for Levine? Do you think this mid-tier is where we're going to settle? Like, what are you thinking? Do we, do we like, do we believe in all-star starter snubs or people that believe that they're snubs? Because I, I mean, Dean Lillard used to take it personally, so. I mean, because I think, like, I, it's hard to disagree with any of the Eastern Conference starters, but I do think Levine had a very good case. I mean, he's averaging 20.5, 5.5, 5.5 over a steal per game. 50, 40, 85. You know, so I think there's a strong case to be built for Levine if he was like, yo, over here, I probably should be starting. Um, so maybe in that regard, maybe we uh, go to Levine. Mike Conley questionable again, I think, if he's out. I mean, John, we've been talking about it for three years. Every time Donovan Mitchell is, gets to play point guard, that's the spot we go to. Um, and Devin Booker in an elite up-pace, up-tempo matchup against um, the Pelicans. I would actually prefer Chris Paul in that game. Like, I don't want to play them both. I would prefer Chris Paul. Just Chris Paul just doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, frick, 48.5 fantasy points against Brooklyn. 29-7-4, and Booker right. didn't get to 40. So, um, Booker's fine, but I, I, my lean is Chris Paul. Chris Paul's cheaper. The too. end of that game, I watched that game, and the end of it, Chris Paul was, I think he hit like three straight threes. Like he, he was just does mad- that. He, he just matches. does that. Yeah, he was, he was, he, he was the offense there at the end for, uh, for Phoenix. Um, yeah, Mitchell for sure, great spot. He, again, he, they even had Pat Bev back in that game. Um, didn't really matter. Mitchell did not know, matter. So. Um, mid-tier here, uh, Sweet Lou Williams, Lemon Pepper Lou, as uh, our guy Justin Frenchman likes to call him, uh, continues to produce there. Now, again, quite questionable. George questionable. We need one of them out, I think, for Williams to continue to be viable. So uh, we'll wait and see on exactly how that turns out. Uh, Finally had a bad game for Anthony Edwards. 38 minutes, and he can only give you 19 fantasy points in that one. Eight, five, and four. Uh, horrible shooting game. And I wonder, I don't know if you saw, James, that Malik Beasley actually missed the team's walkthrough yep. or something. So they they had him come off the bench instead of start. And then Beasley was sort of subbing in for Edward. And I don't know if it just threw off the rhythm there for him or what. Uh, but Edward just could not get it done. Um, I have no problems going back to him, though. He's, he's just been too good. Uh, and the price in this matchup against Toronto, to me, feels uh, strong. And then I alluded to Terrence Ross. Guy had 50 fantasy points against the Knicks. 36-4-2-2. <laughs> yeah. and two. Um, <sighs> He's still going to play a bunch of minutes because yeah. we don't have anybody else. He is, he is just lightning in a bottle. So I am completely fine with playing Terrence Ross in the tournament, even though he's 6,000. And, of course, I did play Anthony Edwards the other night for, like, you know, he was 6K. It was a great I haven't game. played in the Edwards a lot this year, let me tell you. And I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying um, that you're the one who told me to play him, and then I played him. So I had not playing him. him. He was great. I played him the other night as well. I was even, like, hopeful that when I went to overtime, like, all right, here we go. He backdoors, you know, because he's only 6K. I'm like, all right, right, all he needs to do is score a couple of points, you know, like get, grab a board or a block or a steal, like, and we're in business, and nothing happened. <laughs> that game-winner attempt, I don't know if you saw the game-winner attempt that went in – like all the way in and then popped out. Like that was just his night. In I, I saw him miss a dunk. Like <laughs> he, 
he he they passed him on the baseline. He made a great move to to get off his defender, and then just drove to the rim hard. I'm like, here it comes, and he just missed it. He just banked it off the back rim. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> can't even hit the, the the money shots there. He's banking them off the back rim. No good for us. Uh, James, not sure if you're noticing, but Norman Powell back to shooting guard. And Jingles is now a shooting guard. So Jingles yeah, is now people a moving people guard. moving all over the place. Right. Right, because Mitchell's been playing point guard, so they moved Ingles the shooting guard, but they didn't move Mitchell the point Mitchell. guard. Mitchell, right. yes, because there. So good. Uh, I mean, Cl- Clarkson, Ingles, and Mitchell. Of all shooting all guards, shooting this, is guards. The, this is the Raptors small forward position. What are we doing, Fanduel? <laughs> well, let's just let's just solve this, shall we? Yeah. We can play all three Utah shooting guards. Take your pick between the three of them. Assuming if, Mike Conley's out. If Conley's out. Yeah. And you can play Norm Powell in any format you want if Kyle Lowry's out. Well, they're even starting Siakam at the five and starting all Powell. Do you think Anobi well, so. uh, uh, plays on a back-to-back after all that time? Is? It's fair. It's a fair point. The, the minutes limit's at 30. This evening, um, at halftime, Ananobi has played 12. So maybe they're limiting him until, you know, or because they know. I mean, they're up 17 and a half. So maybe they're limiting him for tomorrow. I don't We'll see. Either way, Norm Powell is probably in play. I'm with you there. Um, anybody, any value for you here? Grayson um, Allen. Yeah, Dylan Grayson Brooks Allen. Is, of Dylan Brooks is questionable. Play. Yep. Brooks is questionable, so. Uh, what do you make of Cam Reddish? Three straight strong games out of him. No Jalen Brown, possibly. Yeah, I mean, forty-five hundred. See, this is this is why we don't need to spend down at point guard, because we can get um, Reddish, Grayson Allen. I'm. I guess I'm interested in uh, to see what Memphis does because. D'Anthony Melton is back, and True. Desmond Bain is also back. True. And Desmond Bain was personal, so we've seen Desmond Bain starting. I would play Desmond Bain at 3,900 if he so starts. Would, so would I if he starts. So would Against I. Detroit? Easy. As, as would I. What about um, he, Bain? You would probably assume Allen would start as well if, if Brooks were to sit, right? It would probably be Allen Bain. Um, Maybe so they could go Valanchunas, Clark, Anderson, Bain, and Brandt. They could, yeah. They could. That would suck. So would could. you go back to the Bembry well if there's no Kyle Lowry? Um thirty six hundred, he has uh eight fantasy points at half. I don't think so. There's a, there's it's too big of a slate. Too big of a slate, I think, to go there. Yep, I tend to agree. Uh, let's go to small forward. Uh, Siakam against Minnesota, I think, is just a yep. fantastic matchup. Um, I mean, if Kawhi plays, obviously he's a guy that's always going to be in play. Uh, I mean, Kyle Anderson has been... <laughs> This is like a redemption year for all the guys that John has hated. Uh, Kyle Anderson 
super consistent, giving you like 40 fantasy points almost every night. Nikola Jokic, best player in the NBA. So everybody that John has hated for for seasons. Uh, Plural. Plural seasons. For seasons, yeah, is coming back. So slow-mo, 7K. <laughs> Uh, price is up, but like, how do you ignore it? Cat, I mean, probably better for cash, but like, I mean, he's, he's been good. There's two people I wish listened to last year's podcast and then listened to this year's podcast. It would be Kyle Anderson and Nikola Jokic, honestly. I just, I wish they would see the growth. Um, I'm yeah, I can admit when he's wrong, you know, so I know. I, I so I pronounced Kyle Anderson dead to me about two weeks ago, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, I'm also going to go back to the well, even though he's killing me again tonight, Chris Middleton. 7,300. Just the price just The next time on. I play Chris Middleton, he'll be 6K. So the, <laughs> Chris Middleton is down to 7,300, and I just, I'm going to keep playing him. He's going to pop one he day. He didn't have any assists the other day. Like, what is happening? Drew Holiday gets out, and he gives us back-to-back games with double-digit assists. And since then, he has seven total over the next three. So, like, what's happening? <laughs> Who's why? Why? Why are you not distributing the basketball? So, uh, yeah, that's that's tough. I played Kelly Oubre last night. This is the Wednesday slate. He had zero point eight percent ownership against Miami. I mean, he's mid six k. Like, it's not a terrible price tag for him. He's been playing really well. 43 fantasy points. I know it was an overtime game, but, like, against Orlando, I, I'd go back to Kelly Oubre. Yeah, and potentially no Draymond either. Right. So, right. yeah, I just saw I saw a stat earlier. He's shooting 24 of 50 from three in February. Boy, is that a drastic change yeah, since, good, from the start of the numbers. year. Those are good numbers. So, so, yeah, I would definitely go back. He's probably, especially if Draymond sits, and we'll know that news early, he's probably a core play like for cash games. He's probably lock and load in cash. Yeah, I mean, the minutes will be there. He's been really good. I'm not going to argue with you. Um, Mikel Bridges doesn't get, I mean, Justin Jackson's, for whatever reason, priced more than he is. <laughs> um, I would play Mikel Bridges in this spot against yep. the Rollins. Yep, you can play big minutes, and it's a, a great tempo game. Um, New Orleans turns the ball over a lot. Yeah, uh, this is going to be – do we have a total for this game? Phoenix-New Orleans, 230.5. Yep, figured it was going to be like 230. Yeah, total, I mean, so. and it's a pace-up spot for Phoenix guys here, so. Yep, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with Bridges. Uh, I, I'm like cool with just honestly t- tomorrow just going like – Ubre Bridges, like just initial building right now. What about on, on FanDuel if they don't give us it to us on DraftKings? Seti's forty two hundred. Mm, that is uh, something I'm gonna have to reconsider because if he's gonna play thirty five minutes again, I don't know why he went. They, they're not playing Drummond. Nance, I assume, is still out, right? Yeah, Nance is still out. They're not playing Drummond. Um, Windler didn't play the other day. Right, Windler was out. And Torian Prince didn't play the other day. Right. Torian Prince, we just got news. Seti is better than Torian Prince. So. so Torian Prince is listed out. Okay. But we already have that news. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, so I take it back. Seti is probably uh, going to be locked and loaded at 4200 That price is just... 
if Draymond Green is ruled out, did you see who benefited from Draymond being ruled out the other day? Uh, the base. The Bays played 37 minutes. <laughs> the Bays. 48 fans. Now, again, I know it was overtime, but 48 fancy points. <laughs> 3,900. He, he does this stuff every once in a while, you know? How, how would we not look at him? He's $3,900 on DraftKings. Did they start him? I don't I, I want to pull up that. On DraftKings, he's 3,600. So, I right. mean... So I'm I got it. They started Michael Mulder. And Mulder played what? Eight minutes? Thirteen minutes. Right. right. They played um they ended up playing Pascal thirty-two minutes off the bench. Okay. And, and they played Baysmore thirty-eight minutes off the bench. Interesting. Interesting. Pascal's an interesting one. Pascal they, they pretty player. much played an eight-man rotation. FanDuel, um, so. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite site, has Eric Pascal as, as, as a center. Center. Yep. <laughs> I, I knew I knew that from previous slates. He has been listed as a center, but that's fair because he was backing up Wiseman when Kevin Looney was not in. So they haven't adjusted it since. Like when Looney came back, they never adjusted it. Sure. Um, but he was backing Looney up at center um, for quite a while. So, like, that's not, like, a big miss. But I think we're just used to having Pascal at power forward. Yeah, I, that's probably what it is. Um, power forward, we do have Giannis against OKC. Second half of back-to-back. Giannis not playing well tonight. Um, he had 72, though, against OKC a couple games ago now. That was a 12-point Vegas spread. OKC won that game without... Should I go to Alexander? It's a 230 total with an 11 point spread. This time around, they're in Milwaukee as well. Again, if it's a blowout, Giannis is only going to play 25 minutes. John, they're not blowing anyone out. They're not out, blowing man. anybody out, though. <laughs> like they're losing, they're getting blown out. I know. Vegas keeps home. on like favoring them, and they just can't put guys. They, I, I don't think their bench is a good uh, that good this year. Um, and they're down Drew Holiday. So, like, yeah, they're like a two-man show right now. And Giannis and Middleton, and we see how Middleton's playing. So they're they're having trouble blowing teams out right now. So uh, 11-3 for Giannis here against the Thunder. Like, I think you can play him because, like you just said, he's a one-man show right now. He is playing very poorly on Thursday night. Um now. <laughs> For now, but right, and that's that's the allure with Giannis. Like he's eleven three, and he could pay that off. So I don't know if it's necessary, but I don't think that this is an eleven point game, just based on how Milwaukee's playing and has played pretty much all year. I mean, they're sixteen and twelve, but this is a team that won, that was the number one overall seed in the NBA last year. You yeah. know, so um, it it will. Th- We'll have more clarity. We'll have clarity tomorrow when we find out the Jason or the Jalen Brown news because, you know, right? Because you you play Jason Tatum, pivot to Tatum. Yeah, yeah. we just pivot to Tatum if uh, if Brown's eventually ruled out. Right, exactly. Because the usage I think for Tatum is is pretty crazy against Atlanta. Jeremy Um, Grant is a power forward, John. Well, okay, so we're moving positions, and I like it. 
that's that is fine because Sadiq Bay is a small forward. Right. We also didn't mention Josh Jackson thinking about this. Yeah, he's a shooting guard now. Fifty-seven um, hundred. But I, I think we we were talking about Clarkson and Powell and Emma and Ingles and I just want to throw Jackson in because the move to Grant moving Grant to power forward with Blake out gives Jackson more run at the at the two. So I, I do yeah, like that. I like that as well. Um, back to back fifty pointers from Zion thirty six six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's now scored 30 or more in three of the last, like, these are peak Zion numbers. Like, we're, I, you know, we're, we're getting the steals now, two steals, and he's given you at least two steals or two blocks in four straight games. He's yet to give you two steals and two blocks in the <laughs> same game, but, uh, a con, you know, that, averaging two steals with five assists and seven rebounds over the last three is pretty solid. Slow and steady, John. Slow and steady. Let's let's not all let's not ask for the world right off the bat, you know? Right. Um, he's getting there. And the price he is, he is getting to he is getting to the give it, giving us the world. Um is he gonna average thirty like actual by the end of the year? I, I, I don't know. Like he's he's on some kind of tear right now. Uh, he, he's incredibly efficient. He 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 is incredibly he just like he gets the ball and he just scores. Like he is here's his last few shooting appearance shooting outings. 12 of 18, 13 of 16, 10 of 20, bad. 14 of 15, 12 of 18. <laughs> last five games. Has shot 66% or better in four of them. Yeah. He doesn't shoot threes. He just shoots around the rim and he 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 scores. So uh, yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, he's their best player. So uh, living up to the hype, I was super questionable if Zion was able to make that transition being a fat 6'6 power forward uh, in the NBA. But uh, he's proving that uh, Zach Randolph can do it, so can I. So, um, he's, same, he's, same athleticism and everything. He's probably he's, he's more athletic than Zach Randolph. I'll, I'll, give, him, I'll give him a little credit. Um, but I mean, Zach Randolph made an entire career uh, once won somebody a hundred thousand dollars without scoring a point. Uh, this is that was the most wild night of my DFS career. Yeah, that was back in the day when FanDuel dropped your lowest score. Uh, somebody played a retired Zach Randolph, <laughs> and they won. They won the hundred grand that night. Uh, that was a moment, he a moment you and I will a moment you and I will never forget. He wasn't even min price. <laughs> he was like forty six hundred dollars <laughs> that night. He was like forty six hundred dollars. <laughs> played a minute all season. Some dude threw him in his lineup. It's like oh, not I know that name. Play minute. He was not even on a team. He wasn't even on a team. <laughs> oh my god, one hundred grand, craziest day of my life. Um, all right, Draymond obviously if he plays. I think we'll like him there. Boucher against Minnesota. Right, like we just saw this matchup, but he didn't do a diddly for us. He played 18 minutes, and then he followed it up with 36 fantasy points against Milwaukee. You played him against Minnesota, and you got him wrong. <laughs> so, like, Thanks, don't John. play him so the rest of us can't. This is- I can't get this guy right. And yes. you know what's funny? Like, so I think I got it figured out because they're playing this small ball lineup with Siakam starting at the five. So if Ananobi is limited. I'm I'm all in on Boucher tomorrow, or if he's out or all in, or if he's out or limited, I'm all in on Boucher because I I got the rotation figured out. He's going to play 30 minutes. If Ananobi is not limited, then I, I don't know what to do, and I'll let everyone else figure it out, and I'm not playing him because it's the the 
the range of outcomes for this guy's minutes are are wild. Like he's played 14 first half minutes tonight. He played freaking 14 minutes in that Minnesota game that I rostered him at like six something. So I don't know what the hell to do with Chris Boucher. You might be right, John. Maybe just I don't play him and let you guys all benefit. Um, and then, but I demand a percentage of winnings <laughs> if I, if I do not play him and everyone else benefits from a 50 burger. Uh, I don't really like any of what's next, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, Collins is fine, I guess. Thad against Philly, if he's a playing center. I got to know. Like, Thad's okay. Not in love with it. Basley against Milwaukee. He had a good game against them. Maybe you can take a look there again. It's probably the Clippers. Yeah. But, like, even them. I'm just saying Marcus Morris, 32 minutes. Yeah, Morris, again, missing all those shots for me. Uh, we would have to have, you know, those Leonard and George out. I know Morris was playing the 25 minutes with them there before, but it's still, um, you know, I, I like the usage would be better, obviously, if those guys uh, end up uh, being ruled out. Uh, our guy, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, 18 minutes against the Pacers. You know, I don't, I don't know why, but that's what ended up happening with him after starting and playing strong minutes before then, but it's a good matchup uh, against Toronto. And then we had a rebound game for Jermichael Green uh, against Washington, 35 fantasy points. So it's kind of like the low-end power forward tier here. Yeah, and there's no Millsap again. So um, I'm definitely willing to go back to Jermichael Green while I played him against Washington. Um, the Boston game didn't scare me off. Jermichael Green's better than that. Even Mike Malone said that he needs to shoot more and be more aggressive, and he obviously was. So... Yeah, I don't know about Vanderbilt if he was only going to play 17 minutes. Uh, so J.D. McDaniels played 37 minutes. He started with the with the Malik Beasley thing, um, and then I guess he just kept playing, right? Like, it just, just kept happening. So, um, yeah, J.D. McDaniels probably has probably has to be an option then if, if, we're, if he's going to play 37 minutes. I mean that's that's the guy we should be talking about. Yeah, thirty eight hundred. He was wasn't he like one of their first round picks recently or Um him and his brother are both in the NBA, that's all I know. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I'm mix, mixing up uh the McDaniels then. Uh nope, first round pick this year, twenty eighth overall. So uh he is getting an opportunity. He again, like you said, he started and played thirty seven minutes. So he's a good shooter. By the way, he's a really good shooter. He's a little lefty, so um, I'm definitely down. 38% from three on the year? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely down for some McDaniels 38. I w- it, let's let's figure out what's going to happen because he started because of the Beasley situation. So do you think that he plays? I mean, Beasley played 40 minutes anyway. Do you think Vanderbilt's just axed out kind of like how he was earlier in the year? And it's just Did Vanderbilt get in foul trouble in that game, do we know? I don't think so. Like, he just checked out early in that game after having a, a pretty good first quarter. He had three fouls. Only three fouls, yeah. So. Only took two shots. It is interesting. Like I said, it's not like Vander, it's not like McDaniels was subbing in for him, but I guess he sort of was, right? Like, Vanderbilt subs out, Beasley was subbing in, Nas Reed was subbing in, and Nas Reed even had a big game. 18-9-3, one in three blocks. So, um yeah, if McDaniels is in the starting lineup again, I guess we can take a look at him. Other than that, I don't think we can trust him off the bench. 
Sound yeah. fair? Uh, yeah, that sounds fair. All right, let's go to the center position here. Again, Denver-Cleveland, if you're on DraftKings, as of now you don't have this matchup. If you're on FanDuel, it's only $10,600 for Nikola Jokic. Gets this awesome matchup against Cleveland. Uh, we did just see this matchup recently. He only played 29 minutes in that one. 12.6 boards, 12 assists, 41 fantasy points. Not great, but we know no Andre Drummond. It's going to be Jared Allen. Jared Allen defense is something that we hammered when he was with the, the Nets for the past three, four, however long, many years. So Jokic at 10-6 is just in a fantastic, fantastic spot. But James, I mean, Joel Embiid gave you yeah. 60 fantasy points the other day against Houston, and he's got Chicago for $300 cheaper. If you're on DraftKings and beat up all day, if you're on FanDuel, which way are you leaning? I don't know. I mean, they're both as elite as it gets on every single slate. So probably Embiid on Vandal. And if we get the Denver game added, then maybe I'd lean Jokic over there because we get the the triple-double upside. But then, you know, you know Embiid just messes around and one assist shy of a triple-double last time right. out. So um, probably Embiid against Chicago. The only... Concern. I mean, I guess the concern for both of these games are, will it stay competitive? Sure. And I think Chicago at least has the scorers that could keep it competitive. I guess Cleveland with Sexton could, but... Yeah, and Denver's beat up. Like, they don't have right their normal team right now. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, I feel like Cleveland has a better chance of keeping it competitive um, than the Bulls do against this version of Philly at home. Yep. And it's Philly at home, which, you know, never fun to play in these days. Right. Uh, it took overtime, but we got 50 fantasy points out of Towns. He's still $9,300. Any interest here against Toronto? Sure. Um, you, you save a bunch, you save like $1,000, 1300 off Jokic. So I'm definitely down, down with some Towns uh, for tournaments. Tournaments only, but it's a good spot. They're, they're playing... Again, they're playing a small ball center lineup, so uh, we could definitely go to Towns with Siakam starting at center these days. Gobert gave us a 20-20 game the other night against the Clippers, 23 points, 20 rebounds, uh, 54 fantasy points, same matchup for him at 8,400, and then Clint Capella continued uh, his strong run of play, third straight game, over 40 fantasy points for him. Uh, rematch against Boston, which he went, just went 24 in 13 against Daniel Tice is expected back for this game. If that makes any sort of difference for you at all, James, um, thoughts on these two 8K centers? I uh, like them both. Eileen Capella, Daniel Tice being back doesn't matter to me. It hurts, but it's true. Daniel Tice being, being back does not matter much. Uh, middle tier, Jonas Valanciunas against Detroit. Plumley gets the reverse side of that matchup here. Um, both of them are, are have been strong plays uh, numerous times uh, this season. We generally like uh, Valanciunas when the other team has more of a, I guess, a bigger center. Not that Plumley is like this, you know, monster paint presence, but I think we can lock Joe Val into 28 to 30 minutes here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't if they're going to continue to run Kyle Anderson at the power forward spot. And Brandon Clark is now getting backup minutes and kind of splitting with Valanciunas. I don't know if I like paying $7,700 for him. I know the production's still there, but um, 
we liked when Jonas was playing in the 30s a minutes, and now I don't see that happening if uh, things stay kind of the same with Memphis rotation. So um, I would go down to Plumlee. I would go down to Aiton if Stephen Adams were to sit. I'd go to Horford, who's been a, a menace this year, 6,300. Uh, off a rest game. Off a rest game for whatever reason. So those were the, those would be the spots I would go to. Um, Fensty was all about the Wendell Carter train. I was kind of skeptical, but the 26 minutes were nice. He didn't rebound well, only three, but he made it up for it in blocks and steals. Um, so I would go with Wendell kind of Carter. Kind of shows you that matchup against Detroit strong for most. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would the, – the, those would be the spots I'd generally look at. And then I think um, if Adams, who's doubtful, John. So, right. I mean, Willie, Willie Hernan Goat is – Clear cut. He played 29 minutes against Portland, 11.17 boards. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the chalk. That's that's the 4,400 on FanDuel. And then, and then Pascal, 41. I think those two are probably because James Wiseman already ruled out. Yep. Um, so if Draymond doesn't play, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. We're going to get Hernan Gomez ownership and Pascal ownership. And honestly, that's probably where the ownership deserves to be. If it's not going to like Embiid or Capella or Capella or Jokic, yeah, uh, I'm on 100% agreement with you there. All right, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. Here, uh, we'll have a full day's workout for you. Playbook, fast break, starting five, value vault, uh, and then of course, James. It is Friday, which means only one thing. That would be our podcast league over on DraftKings here at Fantasy Alarm. So. Um, if you do want the invitation, uh, we had a pretty good turnout last Friday. Um, we're just running a $5 contest every Friday. Um, and, uh, yeah, we will put that out to FA Nation. I think we had uh, 15 members. But if you want the invite, uh, shoot John and I a DM on Twitter at the underscore real underscore grande. Or yeah, if you've already been invited to the league, like you're going to get the invite notification right. anyways. If you haven't yet been invited to the league and you want to join us, DM us your, your DraftKings username. Hit us up on Twitter at jmpemba777 at the underscore real underscore grande. Get us in our DMs. Give us your DK username. Private messages on the uh, FA chat on site. Let us know your name. We'll add you to the group and we'll get you the invite there. It's $5. Uh, I think top two got paid last week. Um, depending on the contest size, that may vary. I don't know. Um, so yeah, yeah, make sure you get us your information. And we'll invite you uh, to the Family Podcast League. Uh, so for James, John, we will catch you guys next time.